Welcome to Can't Make This Shit Up, a podcast by me, Claudia Kilminster. And me, Bethany Rayo Davies. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to episode three of Can't Make This Shit Up. Firstly, we'd like to pay our respects and acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Dharawal people, in which we live, meet, and record on. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, and welcome back to episode three. Yeah, excited to be here. Very excited. We apologize for, um, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded last. Um, obviously, you guys know that I'm grieving my father, and it's been a rough couple of weeks for me. So, mentally, I haven't really been in the headspace to record, but I'm feeling a lot better this week, and we are back and we are so excited to be here um giving you episode three also today's a very special day big shout out to beth she turned 28 today happy birthday babe 28 feeling great thank you feeling great yeah what a great day how's your day been it's been pretty good yeah good so far what did you get up to oh my goodness what have i done today i was supposed to play golf this morning with actually with your girlfriend but i cancelled because it was raining I knew you, Belle. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie, sorry. Sorry, Leia. What else did you get up to? Um, yeah, went shopping, went out for brunch. Um, it was good. I took the day off work. I, I actually am, like, the funniest in the sense of I don't believe in working on my birthday. I'm just like, I'm not working on my birthday. Even if the, even if the company doesn't provide birthday leave, I am not working on my birthday. Annual I think leave. that's fair. Yeah. just wanted to hang out yeah well the celebrations have not finished we are actually at your place now we're having a glass of red so cheers thank you cheers (laughs) um and then we are having a nice dinner with your partner my partner your roomie yeah it's gonna be nice. some of my friends yeah. should be good i'm really excited um so today's episode is all about life after a breakup and how to really navigate healing from toxic love to healthy love and the struggles you can face in and how to overcome them basically um i'm gonna share my view on things and beth's gonna share hers this yeah. is gonna be like a little quick half an hour um just kind of give you some advice if you're in a toxic relationship or healing from one or even just in a breakup and in a really bad place it necessarily doesn't have to be toxic um it's just like how to heal and navigate through life after that because essentially losing a loved one when you break up is grieving a person you're grieving that other person so Beth, how about you tell us your experience and advice that you have um to anyone listening at home yeah, for sure. I think, like, straight up, this is, like, this is off the cuff what I've gone through and what I've experienced um, in recent times. Um, but from my point of view, like, after recently experiencing a breakup, straight up, courts, it's fucking hard. Yep. It is hard. Like, I struggled so much to eat, sleep, and just function and literally did the bare minimum to survive, basically. Um, so with that, it's just something um, that everyone has a different healing time. And I think that that just differs person to person, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I think for me, what happened was when, when my ex-girlfriend broke up with me, um, I've, got, I've got no, just putting it out there, I've got no bad feelings toward her or bad blood. But like when, when we did break up, I literally cried for weeks when she left. And you were there, like you were there for that. I was like, I was there, I was packing it. And I kept telling myself, it's going to be okay. 
Yeah, yeah. So you had a really good, good like perspective, but you were also struggling. I was fully. We're not going to go into details about um breakups. The things I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we that stays in the vault. Yeah, we can um, keep that in the vault for now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it was it was hard. Like I was, yeah, I was emotionally just distraught, and like I think for me it was just came down to this moment where I was like, oh, this is just a part of the human condition. And the human condition is literally that we do experience pain and no one owns you but you. Meaning that in times of hardship, in breakups, in dark moments, we feel so lost and confused because our minds are so used to that routine, right? And then so we crave that and we crave routine. And then when that's taken away through heartbreak or these moments, we do whatever the fuck we can to seek that normality again. Um, so with that, I've learned this and like, it's very short, it's very sharp, but this is like, this is my, my motto. So with that, it's just this, it's that no one, not one person in this planet owns you and you are the own CEO of your life and the choices that you make. And I'm definitely no expert in love, but I do know this, it's really easy for someone to make you feel whole, but until you and we feel whole in ourselves, the human condition does weigh heavy. 100%. Yeah. So I think for me, that's 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 how I got to where I got to now. And yeah, I'm just, I'm proud of being okay and I am okay. And I think we're always healing and we're always changing and evolving as beings. But I think, yeah, you've probably got a lot to add to that as well. So what, like, what do you think about that? I mean, for sure, like healing is linear. Like there's really no time. So mm. you just have to take it day by day. I think for you, your relationships weren't toxic you had pretty healthy relationships um throughout life so your heartbreak essentially you know i'm so proud of you for being able to move forward so not quickly but you've been able to get back on get back on the horse and see things for what they are when you are in a toxic relationship you do struggle to let go of that person Mm. so i guess like a little advice from me um, and this isn't saying my, my partners were toxic and I was like an angel. I was equal. I was like literally equally toxic within those relationships, like due to trauma. And yeah. that's just what happens. Like past traumas move on to relationships and you kind of like, as empaths, we kind of like absorb people's issues and that's kind of held into that foundation of being in a relationship. You know, I'm super thankful and respectful for my previous partners for essentially helping me navigate past issues as well as taking on their own and a relationship with me. Sometimes people are a part of the chapter and not the whole story and that's okay. Yeah. And like, that's another good thing for you as well. Like when you were going through your breakup, like that's what I constantly reassured you. It was always like, you know, she was a part of the story, but she wasn't, you know, the whole book kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, shout out to my exes for holding space for me, even though we would like just not meant to be together. Mm. Um, when one person is toxic, the relationship tends to turn toxic as well. Like it's super hard to navigate a relationship when you're struggling and then the other person just really wants to love you and you're pushing against that. Mm. And I, like, I think I, I did do that in my relationship. So, you know, <clears throat> anyways, enough about that. I've just got like a little, like, tips for me after coming out of like unhealthy love to actual real healthy love and it's kind of like you know it's really good to feel your emotions you've been um you've been speaking about this a lot this week 
without like going from unhealthy to healthy life. Yeah, yeah. Because it's super hard. Like when you go from toxicity and turbulence and then you meet someone that is essentially your person and the healthy love and they just, you know, it's so hard to not bring the past into the present. Mm. And I think it's really important to hold communication for your new partner and just be like, look, this isn't you, it's me. I'm projecting my last relationship and my feelings that I had in that relationship onto you. And I really want you to pull me up on my shit when I start to go there. You know, Mm. like my girlfriend's really good. Like at the start, if I was being toxic or behaving a certain way, she'd just be like, babe, like I'm not engaging. And that would kind of like snap you out of it. So I think it's really important to tell that other person that you're with, if you have been in a toxic relationship or a few, or you're navigating one now, like it's super important to tell your partner how you're feeling and some issues that might come up. Um, it's like, for, like, cause for Leah, right. In those moments, <clears throat> you're referring to Leah, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So when like in those moments, like, she would have to be quite patient. A hundred percent. Like, and it's all about feeling your emotions. Like leaving a healthy relationship can summon really painful and confusing feelings. Mm. Like, you know, it may give you a sense of freedom, but it can also be incredibly difficult at times. It's about letting go and letting go of a relationship isn't easy, especially if you've been in one for years. It's like, you don't want to let that person go. You, you don't want to, admit that it's over because you loved them so much regardless if there were issues regardless if it was toxic you you loved them wholeheartedly and you really did want it to work so fucking badly but sometimes it just doesn't so it's really important to hold space for your emotions and just hold space for who you are like I can like all I can say is it's really good to keep a journal like I started journaling a few years ago and Mm. I recently found one and just to see the growth just from writing on those pages is insane like sometimes you think you're having a bad day and then you'll read an old journal entry and be like oh okay yeah I'm all right I'm all right right. it's so important to write those things down like my therapist also gave me a really nice coping mechanism it's called morning pages and it's kind of like you just get up and you write down anything that's on your mind Mm. and you let it all on the table all on the paper and then that's kind of a really good way to start your day fresh as well and not in a negative headspace dude like wait crazy you said that because oh and i was going through my breakup mum goes to me my mum's a psych which we've all established mum goes to me beth like I know you're having the worst the worst time in your life right now but what I want you to do is run into the bathroom right now and grab a roll of toilet paper and I was like what the fuck for a roll of toilet paper I was like what for mom she goes go get a roll of toilet paper and I was like okay and I brought it out to the kitchen and she goes grab a pen and I was like what and she goes grab a pen so I picked up a pen and she goes write down everything that you are feeling right now on that piece of toilet paper and i remember writing down i was like i feel fucked i feel cooked i feel sad (laughs) i feel depressed i'm so like i'm never gonna find love again like i was writing down all of these emotions you were like that you were like i was just so just i was so mean i was so adhd about it i was so mean about it i was just like so like sporadically like i feel this that's how i feel and like so i wrote it all down 
And then she goes, are you done? She came up to me like 10 minutes later. She's like, are you done? And I'm like, fuck, how much toilet paper did you need? Oh, bro. <laughs> I pretty much used half the roll, hey. I wrote down a lot. I was just like, I just wrote down on each piece, like each separate piece. I wrote down this emotion that I was feeling. She goes, go to the toilet. And so I went into the bathroom. This is so, this is so descriptive. I went to the bathroom. She goes, put it in the toilet. Oh. And I put it in the toilet. And then she goes, flush the toilet. And I was like, she goes, flush it with the full flush. I love and so, that because I was a burner. Like, I would burn yeah. my, like, I would write stuff down and then burn it into, like, the universe. Yeah, so flush it down the I dome. feel like we're going to have, it's like, I'm like... <laughs> a bit of a star sign um gal so you know we're in an aries eclipse season tonight so i feel like we're gonna let out some energy and burn some shit whether you like it or not you're gonna love it but yeah Um, straight down the dunny wow dunny straight down the toilet to release that (laughs) but it did but it releases those emotions and like that was a really good tip and like like what your like what your therapist said Mm. like writing stuff down is so beneficial right i have like 10 journals (laughs) it hasn't been i haven't been able to journal since dad passed but I will get back into it. Um, But essentially as well for people that are struggling or are just out of a relationship, another bit of advice from me would be try not to contact your partner to check in. Like Mm. I was really bad at doing that. Like I wanted to keep the gateway of communication open. I think it was obviously a coping mechanism, not wanting to let go. Um, you know, after enduring a toxic relationship, especially long term, it can be really tempting to want to reach out to your former partner. Um, but you really need to give yourself time to be alone and to hold space. And I mean, that's not even it doesn't have to be a toxic relationship either. Like any breakup, even if it's like a mutual breakup, you can't have that communication gateway open straight away because, you know, it's it's just not healthy for you. You're never going to move on because a part of your brain is holding on to that person. Like literally like no message is a message. So, and that goes into like another, like, I guess a little bit of advice from me is don't expect closure. Um, you know, like I said, perhaps you want to keep an open line of communication with your ex because you're hoping for an apology, any form of closure, Waiting for a sincere apology can be so exhausting. And in some cases, it may not even come. Like, the closure that you need is just healing yourself. Mm. And then that will come. Like, for me, every... All of my relationships, I've had... I've been in love three times. um, And two of them... It took me about a year. Like, a full year after that breakup to to get over them. And, like... I could have still been and I have been in relationships still mourning a past relationship and that's another thing it doesn't just because you're still mourning a relationship doesn't mean that you're not ready for another one I think that's always kind of going to be something that happens you're always going to think about them you're always going to care about them want the best for them but there'll be like a moment where your body will kind of just like click it's like for me it's it's been like a year to the day I'll have like a light bulb moment and be like oh okay it's done i'm over them we can let that go Mm. and fully embrace in that and like you know you're pretty fresh out of relationship beth like you're still allowed to mourn her and to feel those emotions as well while you're also entering another relationship at the moment yeah 100 percent um i actually watched it i've been watching a lot of videos lately um on tiktok and and on instagram on reels i watched one from miguel taylor swift who i just love 
I love Taylor. You do love Taylor. Can I go on a Taylor team? Taylor's like, Taylor's like your, your pink. pink. Yeah, too. Taylor is my pink. I just <laughs> yeah. am obsessed with her. Um, but like, she was. She, I watched a video. She was doing an interview and she was talking about like forgiveness because you know she's written like a lot of breakup songs and like all the rest of it. And she'd said like, sometimes you just need to just let go. You don't have to forgive. But you just need to let go. Oh, I saw that video. It yeah. was legendary. It was powerful, right? So powerful. I watched it like literally six times on the train this week. I think I've saved it. I think I've saved it. Yeah, in my like favorites. It, I think I think we should put a link to it somewhere if we can. Because yeah. it was like honestly, I watched it and I just sat there and like I obviously respect Taylor Swift a lot because I just love her and I think she's amazing. But I just watching that, I was like, yeah, like that is so fucking true. Like we don't have to forgive all the time and we don't have to be so quick to make ourselves feel a certain emotion exactly exactly for me i like i have forgiven like my past relationships and i hope they have forgiven me as well like um because i do find for me i I never want to hurt anyone and i never want to make anyone feel in like in pain at Mm. all especially after losing dad so yeah for me that forgiveness from both ends to just move forward, move on, and just, yeah. you know, I hope both of my partners are thriving in happy relationships, and they are. And that's really awesome that, you know, they've found their people and I've found mine. So, Definitely. you know, I'm I'm really happy for the both of them um, because, you know, I love them a lot. And regardless of the issues that we had, you know, it, it is what it is. So that brings me to another little tip, practice self-care. Like, mm. relationships can take a huge toll on, like, emotional and physical well-being. Like, many people find that they stop taking care of themselves after a relationship, after a breakup. You know, just try and make extra time for yourself and do things that you truly want to do. So, for me, this is a big one. And this isn't just for relationships. This is what I do when I'm struggling. I need to ground myself I need to like get out in the ocean I need to journal I need to get into nature I need to connect to we, myself can we can we talk can we give some examples of some connecting that that you made us do together when I went through my breakup at yeah the last so mom Beth was going through like this is like the start of her relationship our other friend had just um been broken up with as well and they were just super down in the dumps. And I was trying to give them some advice because, you know, I'm Dr. Phil for most of my friends, but also don't take my own advice. So, woo, shout out to myself. <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> um, I was just basically like, girls, get in the car. They're like, where are we going? And I'm like, just get in the car. So I drove them up to one of my favorite little spots in Carrington Falls on the um, up in the Southern Highlands. Um we're from Wollongong. We, we went up sketchy Macquarie Pass. We went up sketchy Macquarie Pass. sketchy as. Which Beth was like, we can fall off this cliff right now. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's so fine. So we went up to Robinson, stopped at the pie shop. I was finally eating pie. at that stage, so I got a pie. Yeah, I had to force my friends to eat. Um, yeah. I've never had that issue. I'm, I'm a pretty big binge eater, to be honest, mm. when I'm emotional, so... While people are shredding from their breakup sadness, I'm packing on the kilos. So, (laughs) but you know, whatever. Um, And we drove up to Carrington Falls and we parked at like this, my favorite little water hole. I won't gatekeep it. It's called Nellie's Glen. Um, It's absolutely beautiful. And um, we, what did we do? We first, we circled around 
the little water hole and then we went down to the waterfall and we sat there on the rocks and I just lost dad and the girls had just been broken up with and we jumped in nude um took our kits off and jumped in nude we were screaming underwater climbing these walls of this rock pool and we turn around and there's a little family of four walking up and we've got our titties out i like slide down the rock because i don't (laughs) want anyone to see me naked and we're staring like literally this water is ice cold and we're just sitting there waiting for this family to leave and i'm like god they're getting some good views right now um but yeah that's just an example of what i like to do when you know i'm trying to heal and fill my cup up um also practice self-kindness instead of judging yourself and speaking harshly try to speak to yourself as you would someone you care about you know don't hate yourself for what you've done because honestly i've sat there and i have literally wanted to I, not die obviously but I've just really been so disappointed in my actions when it has come to certain things that I've done in relationships out of you know anger pain whatever being poked being it, you know it, I could have started it they could have started it either way I've said the wrong thing I've done the wrong thing and my actions have caused me to hurt not only the person I care about but also make myself really ashamed so you know it's all about forgiveness and it's all about practicing self-kindness and just being like it's okay apologize and make amends with yourself allow yourself to be compassionate and, and acknowledge that people have been in toxic relationships before and it's okay if you are the toxic one um sorry beth just had a little maneuver then we had to plug the computer in that was so hectic for me. If you thought I was talking for too long, she was just under the table. I literally just like climbed, bear climbed under this table. <laughs> like, on a, like I've set up like a mini like home studio and like if we put carpet down and everything. And so the chairs We've aren't sliding. our girlfriends outside because they were making too much noise. They were making so much noise before. <laughs> it's been rough. Um, you know, and focus on your resilience. Um, coming out of a relationship, try not to think about yourself as a victim. Rather, mm. as a strong individual that is now able to focus on yourself and your needs. If you can't put yourself first and love yourself, the next relationship, it's just going to snowball in. And that was my issues as well. I went from my first partner and I took all of my heated shit from my trauma and what has happened to me in life over to the next partner. And that's it. That's how the domino effect started for us. And that's how things started to change because if you don't, heal and love yourself truly and you get into another relationship those things are just going to come into the next and it's just going to essentially ruin the the next relationship as well yeah definitely for sure um that that was pretty bang on yeah i think i think it's like the self-care category for me like when you talk about self-care and like when we experience like and like when we share sorry share those experiences with each other like is something just so connective about it Mm. like we connect and like it's like we re-energize each other and we uplift each other but it's in such a wholesome beautiful way and so you do have this sense of security but your security is founded in yourself in those moments where you are grounding yourself exactly yeah 
And, like, don't blame yourself either. Like, it's not your fault that someone else treated you poorly or you treated them poorly. Like, many relationships start out healthy before becoming toxic. Yeah. Um, There's no way for you to know what's coming. It's good to acknowledge your mistakes, make amends, and move forward. Mm. Yeah. 100%. You know, and like I said, take note of what you experience. Journal, journal, journal. You will be so surprised if you write down your thoughts and read them back months later and realize your growth. Journal or alternatively try the toilet paper thing and let us know what you do. Let us know what you try. Let us know what you do because I think, yeah, like we would love to learn and grow from those those experiences that you guys as listeners have as well. So like please send us feedback on, on what you've done or what you've experienced in your own journeys yeah, as well. Yeah, I think it's also really good to acknowledge – You know, I spoke about this just earlier, like how hard it can be coming from toxic into healthy love. Like it's something that I truly struggled with. Um, You know, are you struggling with it as well? Yeah. Yeah. I think like definitely my, my current partner and I, it's, it's hard, right? Like you're in this honeymoon stage or you're in this exciting stage and you still have these moments where you just go, I have doubt. Yeah, and that's only, yeah, and that's only because things from the past can project over. So it's really healthy to have that like guys, communication, communication with your partner is key and just let them know that, you know, it's not you. Mm. It's it's you know, it's not them, it's you. It's part of the healing journey. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. And you, you you can you can still he- like Claudia said this to me this week and thank you for all the advice that Claude's giving me so much advice this week. Um <laughs> but like one of the things that you said to me was, um, you can heal together. You can still heal 100%. together. You can heal together. Like don't let that be a reason if you're like, I haven't healed by myself yet. Like it you can still heal together by like still experiencing a new a new relationship and a new partner exactly you don't need to say no to things because like when i got with my current partner i personally didn't think six months was enough time Mm. after a relationship that i had my last relationship was for three and a half four on and off um and i really wanted to just have some me time and heal um you know, from grieving a loss of a person I love so much. So, you know, I really needed time for myself and I gave myself about six months. Like I moved away. Mm. She was very persistent on making a relationship work, but I was very persistent on focusing entirely on myself. Got like going to the gym all the time, going to work, you know, saying yes to dates because, you know, essentially I've been in relationships from 21 to 27 on and off. I'm only 28 now, like about to turn 29 in a couple of months. So, you know, I've essentially only had six months off being Mm. in serious relationships. Like there was times before that where I would like get with girls and stuff like that when I was younger. But, you know, I didn't think six months was enough time. I was like, no, no, I need longer. I want longer to be single. I want to be selfish. I need to heal more. But when you feel, when your body finally allows you to feel healthy love and you know that you are in love, you can't deny it. So don't give yourself a time limit. Yeah. I did that a lot. I was like, oh, in, I'll, I'll check back in with myself in a year. Like, no, like if you meet someone and they feel right and it feels right, 
do it. You can push that away. I pushed her away so much because I didn't think that I was ready. And I also didn't want to put her through any shit. I didn't want to do what I did in the last relationships and bring my issues over to my partners because it's not fair. It's not fair on them. It's not fair on her. So, you know, it's really important to focus on yourself. But when you are in love and you finally feel that, you just have to dive in. You need to communicate and let them know, hey, yep, let's do this. We're doing it. And like I told Beth, like, it's okay to heal together. And I'm doing that now with my partner with the loss of my father. Like, you can heal together through anything, you know. You don't need to do it alone. Yeah, and it's just like it just comes down to what you as an individual feel in those moments. But feel what you need to feel and, and do what you feel is right. Exactly. And, like, eventually your body will allow the healthy love to take over and you'll realize that your relationship isn't boring and is easy and full of love and light and you'll never look back like i know after coming from something so turbulent um i found my current girlfriend really boring at the time like when i got with her i'm like why aren't we arguing or why is like you know but when it's easy and when it feels so good that's just when you know that it's just like everything is just so easy mm. and your brain could essentially find that boring at, at the start but that's what you're doing you're rewiring your brain to allow healthy love in and for you to allow healthy love yeah so that's just a little bit from us and our life advice like i said i've probably had a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) i I think so but um that's definitely had um i mean you've had three pretty great big loves so i i I just feel really deeply i think that's me i feel really deeply yeah and it's it's okay to feel and like i said like if any of you are struggling or having finding it hard to heal or uh, issues are coming over into a new relationship from a turbulent one, our DMs are always open. We have so much advice. Like, Beth's mum's a therapist. I go to therapy. Like, this is just years of navigating and allowing yourself to be the best versions of yourself. And yeah. then that will gl- um, grow and blossom into your next relationship i promise 100 percent. cool well that's all from us guys thank you so much yes we're gonna drink wine and celebrate beth so another happy birthday thank you party 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 i'm so excited it's a tuesday night so when you know we're gonna celebrate in a very you know modern style and just have a couple of wines but um yeah thank you thank you everyone thanks to the listeners and yeah dm us if you have any topics you want us to cover off thanks so much guys see ya